Welcome to the Value Driven Brand Podcast, where you'll learn insights on how to communicate with authenticity, deliver genuine value, and create a memorable experience across your entire customer journey, helping your business become the sought-after leader in your industry. I'm your host, Aileen Day. Now, on to the show. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Value Driven Brand Podcast. I am your host Aileen Day and today I am joined by the amazing, the witty, the hilarious, the goddamn freaking intelligent, the woman of VC Veg Capital. I want to introduce to you Kate Bradley Chernus from the U.S., uh, out there in the Hudson River, Hudson, not the Hudson River, Hudson Valley, Hudson Valley. Don't be in the river. <laughs> I've heard it's, it's defined not... by the river, so you're, you're you're right on. There you go, there you go. I wasn't too far away. <laughs> now, if you don't know who Kate is, well, let me introduce you to her. She is the founder and CEO of one of the most coolest AI startups that I've ever come across and I was introduced to her and her amazing team and her work through a mutual friend of ours David Allison from the Valley Graphics database also someone else that I fangirl like crazy over and now I get to fangirl all over Kate as well because Kate has started lately AI and basically what this uh, amazing program does is it takes your long form content, online digital content, and it turns it into dozens of amazing pieces of usable, actionable and insightful content at the click of a few buttons. So when I found out about Kate and her cool as fuck team, by the way. Um, I just had to have her on the podcast. So thank you so much for joining us today, Kate, And which is technically it's my today, but it's your last night. So That's right. <laughs> We're bridging time. We really um, you are. know what? That when you when you had interviewed David and when he told you about us in that interview, he sent me the video of, of you and it's been this meme that we we love it because like you're we always say when we're pitching people like online, we'll be like, get ready to hold on to your eyeballs because they're about to pop out of your head, link. And and your eyeballs actually popped out of your head. And it's the funniest thing. <laughs> it's awesome because you're just like, what? <laughs> I yeah I probably I'm gonna have to go oh my god you're gonna have to send that to me that would yeah, be hilarious I love it was being great. a good meme <laughs> <laughs> I've been a meme my... a few times in my career <laughs> it made my tech team feel so good especially you know because those guys um they don't get to see what we on the front lines get to see all the time you know so it was super fun and and that's like the the fun thing we've noticed about our customers by the way is like we're we're bringing there's some kind of joy that we bring just in the act of pushing that button, right? And like, and getting it kind of like a game. And we, we, we can see them doing it all the time. Like there's, it's a little bit addictive because they want to push the button and see what social posts come out of the AI, right? Yeah. You know, and how lucky it'll be. So it's kind of wild. <laughs> it really is just a, it really is a game, isn't it? So yeah. I, I have um, very purposely not asked David 
too many questions about you because I want to hear it from you. And I would love to have you share with our listeners and our watchers, our viewers, um, because if you didn't know while you're listening to this, we actually also record it. So um, it is also going to be available uh, for you to view on YouTube or on valuedrivenbrand.com. And uh, if you do check out today's episode on the video, you'll be able to see that I look like I've been crying. And (laughs) that's because I have. (laughs) That's because Kate and I have been um, talking for 30 minutes prior to going live. And you can't shut up. <laughs> can't shut up. And we have been making each other, well, at least she has been making me cry from laughing so hard. So, um, it's so good to, by the way, just we were talking about connecting with someone on the other side of the world and how important that is and how you can how you can do it and have this reaction, right? Like there's nothing... I feel like we've been friends forever already. And like, that's, it's not COVID that does this, by the way. It's just people being super real. Humanity. You know? Yeah, humanity. And cu- cutting to the quick, like, you know, we, we've already <laughs> talked about orgasms. All kinds of things. <laughs> we've gone there. Alcohol. <laughs> and how AI. they relate to AI. No, not that bad. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, if there was a if there was a button of TMI, we've um, we've already pushed it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, by the way, that I think that brands, as you know, are they're so they are so allergic to, and it's mm. so over. And how how many times do we have to tell them, right? Like, just put a person out there, be real, be a little embarrassing, even just be or be silly or whatever it is. I was doing um, a workshop today and I was cursing and, and um, you know, they were thing to do. <laughs> mine too. And they were kind of asking me about cursing as a um, persona. And I was like, well, I mean, I just do right. Like that's just the deal. And you have to either go with it or, do, or not go with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that the head of like bank of the world should be cursing on LinkedIn at all. I'm just mm. saying like, whatever is truly you, you know, yeah. reveal it. It's more yeah, fun. Absolutely. Right? I think, yeah, for, for the most part, there's, you know, there's a time and a place. Absolutely. And certainly if you're, you know, a, a person of such power and responsibility, that's probably not the time or the place, but, you know, certainly, um, you know, I've had people say to me, Oh, you swear. Oh, I don't, I don't like that. And I'm like, you swear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What's the difference? Because I'm female? Like, yeah. <laughs> mate, right. I've been swearing since I was 11. This is going to be a hard nut to crack. <laughs> it is Good luck stopping like, me. <laughs> yeah, what get what gets people like riled up, you know? And 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 usually I find Aileen that swearing or what there's other things too, but that they it gives people to be the permission to be themselves. Yeah. Right? And that's what in marketing and in sales you're all about like the, the whole goal is for you to trust me right yes. yeah right and get comfortable with me yeah authenticity and so maybe swearing isn't what does it that's totally fine but maybe it is talking about like I mean we were talking about orgasms yes I'm not saying that's the one road for you to go down either <laughs> but <laughs> maybe Look, I do I do talk about the joy of sex <laughs> There's there's nothing wrong with that, you know, like I, and I think it's just, you know, being comfortable and knowing what to reveal to, mm. to your knowing your audience, knowing what to reveal, but knowing that the reveal is really the thing because it just cuts to the quick, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, and absolutely. I have an objective. You have an objective. We all do. There's no no shame in that. Like, I want something from whoever hmm. usually I'm working with, right? Yeah. Something. Maybe I want my husband to make dinner <laughs> or... <laughs> well done, David. I want to close the sale, whatever it is. Yeah. And I need to get, I need to get there safely and, and quickly with whoever it is. So yeah. um, finding that um, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, mm. I think. Is like yeah. that's that's the magic that makes you a fan. Yes. Right? And can I just say I am a raving fan, raving fan. But I want to know. I mean, we kind of touched on this a little bit. You're a woman heading into the world of venture capital. How did you get there? How did lately become lately? What happened? Yeah, it's a wild story that if I didn't have the wisdom I have now, it would seem like a big old zigzag, but it's actually a straight line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so so I used to be a rock and roll DJ, Aileen. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Um, cool. My, <laughs> my last gig was broadcasting to 20 million listeners for XM Satellite Radio. Wow. Here in the States. Yeah, it was wild ride and um, it was a boys club, you know, that's just radio is and the the culture of sexual harassment was constant and I didn't actually even know it was wrong, to be honest with you. I, mm. I participated in it. It was just normal, you know, which tells you about, about something, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I I was consistently disregarded or dis- devalued or um, my ideas weren't taken seriously or I wasn't given the credit and that was very frustrating to me and I didn't understand why it was a hostile work environment but I didn't we didn't know what that was that wasn't a uh, no one had that language to put on the situation yeah. right and of course I thought it was me because you you're I was being gaslit so I'm running through my mind all the time what am what am I doing wrong mm. here you know when I wasn't doing anything wrong but my my body um was trying to tell me something. It was trying to say, get the fuck out of this. And I, I wasn't yeah. listening and I kept not listening and I had all these ailments. And then uh, finally I was actually incapacitated. I couldn't type or touch a phone wow. without, um, yeah, without any excruciating pain. Right. But I looked normal. And so XM didn't believe me. So I hired an intern to type. I mean, my whole job was typing. We were hand mixing songs and recording like I needed a keyboard, you know. Mm. Um, So I hired an intern to work for me because they wouldn't. And then they disallowed that because it was like security or whatever the fuck. And then I learned about Dragon Naturally Speaking, which is um, a voice activated software, um, which is what I use today, actually. So I, I don't type at all. Yeah. And um, Dragon was very young back then. It's now the thing that powers Siri, but before this was unheard of. And I, I, could, I found one, there were three, three um, experts in the country. One of them was in Washington, D.C., amazingly, where I was. I didn't have any money because I was in radio and you didn't really make any money. But I had CDs. <laughs> so <laughs> I paid her. <laughs> yeah, a couple hundred CDs, which is amazing. Because <laughs> um, it's like learning a new language. And so I did that. And But my body was still, you know, panic attacks. I couldn't sleep. Like all this stuff was happening. And I was terrified. Um, I was doing everything, Western, Eastern medicine I could figure out. So I, I took a new job um, in also in music up here where I live. And it was the same different day. Another boys club didn't believe me. 
and was devaluing my opinion, um, which they had hired me for. It was very frustrating. I remember so, those you know, things. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and I'm not saying all, all all men are bad or anything like that. This is just my experience. No, no. But um, so I was crying a lot. I was I sucked as a person. I used to smoke. Love smoking. I was smoking all the time. All I talked about was how much I hated my job. Right. So toxic. You know. You know. It, I was. I just got the image of you just go. <laughs> I, I love smoking. <laughs> I miss smoking, but I'm you know I don't want to die of that. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, it was so good. Nat Sherman's is what I did. I, I used to, I used to do that. I used to say to my team, step into my office, and it was under a massive oak tree, and I'd just stand there and smoke while they complained. Step into oh, my so you office. think that's their fault? Mm. Interesting. There it goes. I know. Like, and I decided to like to graduate from like marble, marble, whatever they were, because Marlboro. I was like. Yeah, if I'm going to smoke, I figured I might as well smoke really good stuff. So that's why I, I did Nat Sherman's and those were really expensive, you know, um, but they tasted so good. So anyways, here I am and I visit my, I go to my parents for the weekend and I'm miserable and my dad has it and he shakes me by the shoulders and says, you can't work for other people and there's no shame in that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, because, and he was very insightful, Aileen, because he hit on two things. The obvious one was, I didn't have to work for anybody but myself. And I didn't realize that was an option. But the other one was the shame because that is what I felt. I felt this deep shame. Like I couldn't, why wasn't I getting an A plus? I was doing A plus work, you know? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and so like the little felt, people pleaser in you. Not a bunch of people pleaser, but like I, when the rules are clear and I'm following the rules and I'm not getting credit for following the rules, that makes me mad. I don't like it when the rules change. Oh, and they're what secret. Did, what did you know someone mean? say that to me the other day? Good girl syndrome. <laughs> good girl <laughs> syndrome. I was like, what? And they said, you've got a good girl syndrome. You good think that syndrome. if you follow the rules that you and you do well, that you should win. And I was like, yeah. That's <laughs> like, a syndrome? That's a, I was like, that's a syndrome? They're like, yeah. They're like, fuck the rules. I'm like, Isn't that a oh, human syndrome? Like, okay. Stupid. <laughs> well, she was specifically talking to me at the time. There was uh, other people, uh, but yeah. Uh, so a good person syndrome. Yeah. I, I understand. Person. And then the rules change and you're like, what the hell? I don't like it when they change and it's a secret. That's, that's what the, I feel like the, the club does. No, it's not always boys. There's a women's cl- girls club too, you know, but mm-hmm. the club changes the rules and they change the, the goalposts. They move the goalposts on you. And that's fucking, that's not fair for, not mm-hmm. for me, for anybody, you know? Um, so I read a self-help book, which was crap, but it did its job. <laughs> Why not ask you which one then? <laughs> the secret. Remember, but it's such it was oh, such a poorly the written book. The secret, yeah. Okay, I've not read it, but I do Don't know bother. Okay, I'll tell good. you the uh, good. Yeah, one less one to line, read. which is manifest destiny, is is all it says. So oh, like, if yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah, that's the secret, right? So here I am saying I hate my life, smoking all that that all that I'm manifesting is toxic. Toxic. Like just, yeah, not anger, you know, all those things. So I was like, all right, I'm going to have to have a little refresh here. And it was hard because that I would complain at work with people. We'd go out and smoke and complain. And so I had to stop doing that, you know. And um, then my husband, who was my boyfriend then, very thoughtful, and he ran right out to the bookstore because we had those. 
and he got me a well-known startup book, entrepreneur book called The Art of the Start, which is uh, Guy Kawasaki's book. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so I started reading that and I read like somewhere in the first or second chapter, Guy says, don't make a plan, just get started. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, then I don't need this book. And I tossed it. <laughs> right. Because um, those books are are really good for inspiration, but they can't possibly, there's no map for what I'm doing, you know? So I, I saw mm. that. Okay. And then um, literally the next day I met my first angel investors. I didn't know they were angels. They, they came to take me to lunch to deliver a product that was unusual. Normally people would mail it, but they were fans of mine from XM, you know? Ah, nice. It's crazy. Yeah. And so we had dinner or lunch and they said, we want to give you $50,000 to start a company. Let's do it. Yeah. And David, my David, was like, I just gave you that book. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. You know, I'm, I like these guys. We're going to do a thing. You know, I didn't, we didn't even know what we were going to do, right? Um, so it was a music thing. Wow. And as we were um, marketing that thing, someone else came along and said, hey, you're really good at marketing. Would you consult us and we'll pay you a lot more money and you don't have to be in the music industry anymore, which I didn't want to be in anymore. I need to be done with that. Um, but mm -hmm. I didn't know how to get out. And that was um, the Walmart project. So suddenly I'm working with the National Disability Institute, the IRS here in America, um, Bank of America, AT&T, and the Walmart Foundation. Wow. And I went in there in my radio style, which is not polished. And I was like, wow, this is a fucking mess. What are you guys doing? <laughs> you know? And I built them a spreadsheet system that got us 130% ROI year over year for three years. Wow. Which was the idea behind Lately, which is the Ooh. very long answer to your question. Ooh. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. So, and all those things. So, so by the way, the, the AI is actually, the, the bedrock of it is built from social posts that I write, my writing, right? Which it learns from. And my writing comes from what I learned in radio about making fans into evangelists because I was number one in a few areas, which is very rare in the radio format we did. And it's unheard of, actually, wow. because I broke the rules. And number one, <laughs> See? fuck the rules, <laughs> fuck the rules. I knew what they were, though. That's the thing. They were very yeah, clear. It helps. Know, that's a difference. But then I also we were the format we were in it's called adult album alternative so it's the whole album it's album rock like you would have at home mixed with blues and jazz and reggae and soul and and folk and other things but um when new music comes in you're supposed to couch it into older music so there's this familiarity just like sales right i'm going to sell you yeah. something new make you trust me by making you understand how it's familiar in those touch points right yeah so What's cool is the nostalgic, uh, so excuse me, the neuroscience of music tells us that when your brain listens to a song, it has to instantly remember every other song you've ever heard before in order to index that song in its mind library here, right? Which is, think about that. So in an instant, all this nostalgia comes rushing forth, and which is why you feel such great emotion with music. Oh my now, goodness! Mm -hmm. Right. So this is cool. So remember I said the zigzag line seems straight. So um, when you're reading text, you hear a voice. Right. Y you do. 
And it's my job to make sure that voice is the one I want you to hear. Right? So all the little writing copy tricks that I learned, I was a fiction writing major in college. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They all tied together. And so Lately's AI, by the way, so, so Lately is the only social media management platform that creates content for you. Okay. Mm. And we, we do it in a way, and I can talk you through the, the, the details, but the idea is to give your, give you a leg up. So it's starting you at third base. If we're, we're going to use an American metaphor. here. Yeah, no, we get it. All right. So like, yeah. you know, that's pretty hard getting all the way around to third base, right? Yeah. It takes it can take a whole inning. Yeah. And then we give the human the opportunity to, to, to take it home and actually get the run, get the evangelist, right? Get the run um, because the AI and, and the human can work together. And so you get copy that we, you don't have to guess at. We know your customers are going to want to engage with. Um, so to the tune of 12,000% increased engagement, right? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. It doesn't mess around. Right? Get hot or go home. Yeah. That, and that's, that stat, by the way, is from, um, do you, do y'all know who Gary V is? Gary Vaynerchuk? <laughs> yeah. We know that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he gets around. <laughs> he gets around. He's, he's a really nice man, by the way. Um, and he's our customer and our friend and he, yes. Yeah. And I saw it, when he tweeted about you guys. I was like, so nice, next right? Level. Yeah. This is, I mean, we're, this is about this life, I believe, is about lifting others up, right? Mm -hmm. And you can only lift them up when you're on top. So you have to, even people you don't like, if they're above you, you have to somehow get them to lift you up because that's the deal, you yeah. know? Stand and, on the shoulder of giants. Yeah, that that's it. And so, you know, as you, as I move up, as you move up, as Gary moves up, Take the next person along. Yeah. You know, just, you know one rung. Um, so anyways, yeah. So Gary launched um, an entire Twitter channel fueled 100% by our AI lately. And um, he gets that because he feeds the brain so much content so it can learn. Yeah. Because right? he has videos and blogs and all the things you guys have heard of the pillar method from Gary, like repurpose, yeah. repurpose. So that's the idea. Um for us, push a button. We'll turn this podcast into a hundred mini movie trailers, video clips with the, whatever cool phrase you and I have said today. It'll find the best ones, give you the option to edit it. And then you schedule them out over time for yeah. like drip feed marketing. Right. Yeah. 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 That is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. So amazing. I told you it was a long story. <laughs> no, but I love that from just these like, you know, mentally horrendous beginnings and and what became physically horrendous beginnings, you yeah. have just found a way to pull yourself up the ladder and and bring so many other people with you and deliver a product that is like bar none. I I did some homework, right? I can't find another product that does this. Yeah. There is not another product available that does what lately does and and to be honest normally in these podcasts we don't we don't um uh we don't uh 
put too much emphasis on the the guests Bigger commercial you know, business yeah. or products or whatever it's more about you know their their insights and advice but uh lately blows my mofo mind <laughs> like i can't <laughs> fathom how uh it even does what it does but um you know for those using you. it you would just be as you said you know you it gives you that opportunity to create such levels of engagement that, you know, your customers and your customers want it. So, you know, when we do talk about delivering a value-driven brand, you know, that absolutely just goes hand in hand, especially like if I think about, you know, the average business person's uh, life spent creating content. Oh, what a goddamn drain it is. Yeah, it is a drain. Like that's that's what pissed me off because uh, for, at the Walmart project, nobody wanted to write social posts for Walmart because the approval process was a freaking nightmare. Mm. But we had all this long form content that people were creating that they were hiring consultants like me to write. So they were spending a lot of money and time on videos and blogs and one pagers and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it would get wasted. Like maybe somebody would write, you know, one announcement, check out this blog. And I was like, this is crazy. Let's just go through every sentence. Each sentence in here could act as a teaser, like a, a movie trailer, you know, mm. like a little insight. And then yeah. we'll put a link on the end of it. Maybe we have to, might have to massage if it starts with a weird word or something, but whatever. Mm. And because it was always more interesting than the title. The title was like Walmart lifts, you know, 54 million Americans out of poverty. Nobody cared about that, right? Yeah. Um, and so make some have some mystery there. And so I would like find 40 sentences that were pretty awesome, put a link on and, you know, boom, dumb. And then Walmart would approve it because they already had. Right. So that's the best part is it's not like re, it's not writing anything new. It's literally looking for the top quotes yeah. um, that it knows your customers will will like the, yeah. the the part. This is. I know you're going to ask me this question, but we're going to talk about walking the talk. The the reason that this matters is because a couple of things. Number one, the AI and the human we know on the product has to work together for the zing to happen, mm-hmm. right? This is about trust and engagement, all these things. This is how we treat each other internally, by the way. You know, so AI and humans and, ro- you know, we we run on compassion and trust in my team. I, I told you earlier that um, 95% of my team wasn't paid for two years. Yeah. Two years. They slogged with me. They bled with me, Aileen, right? Mm. And the way we treat each other, and I, that's not accidental, right? I worked hard to get them to do that for me. You yeah. know, like I... I talk to people, I call them, I, I follow all their socials. I know when it's the anniversary of Chris's dad's suicide, right? Like all these kinds of things that are, we matter. And, and we, we have two meetings a week. That's all we have. And in those two meetings, um, I take the time to like, you know, laugh and like someone's dog is coming in and we talk about the dog or whatever it is, like to just really engage. They, yeah. All my team comes and spends the night um, on the floor in my living room once a year. <laughs> and we're not young you know slumber parties slumber party yeah i love it it's so much fun and and this is the way we treat our customers too you know whether it's david allison or 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 gary v yeah we don't treat the small customers any different than the large customers and by the way there's a lot of people who don't like that like they don't want to do a demo i'm like hey if you don't want to take the time to get to know us we can't 
take the time to get to know you. So yeah. I'm going to, you know, treat you like family if, or don't be my customer. Yes. You know, it's the jam, right? Yes. And, and the effect is, you know, we're a little engine that could, I, I had no money to do paid ads. I had to kill that. And we stopped doing cold calls and cold emails about a year ago. And we decided to only use lately for all lead generation, nothing else. And in the last year, I increased our monthly recurring revenue from $25,000 to $87,000 in a global pandemic. It fucking works. Right? We, have a, we have a 98% conversion rate. 98%, right? And, and that, because, folks, is the proof in the pudding. Yeah. And it's because of the, and sorry to keep talking, but like this is the depth that we, this is the unscale, scale the unscalable. Gary said this on a clubhouse chat the other day, and, that, and that's what we're doing. I know that it's the hard way. I know that it's the hard way, but the hard way works. Mm. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we know that the hard way has worked time and time again, but yeah. certainly, um, I would envisage that your customers don't uh, see it being the hard way in comparison to how they used to do their content creation. No, <laughs> but you know, Sorry. it's so funny, like that little work that is required, people still don't want to do that. And we, we disqualify them, you know, because yeah. you can't just push a button and have it all happen for you that marketing, it takes, there's work. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be, I mean, and to be honest, like, you know, um, which way am I pointing? This way. Uh, so, you know, I, I talk about the customer, employee, and the human experience, right? So the joy of sex. <laughs> so, uh, but that human experience still needs to be a part of your marketing strategy because, I mean, even though you've already created that content and there is a piece of you in, in, that, in that work, you know, you need to still be that ultimate decision maker. And, uh, you know, I'm certain that the, the AI aspect is is growing and learning and, and always developing and, and producing amazing outputs. But, you know, from a human perspective and a customer, ex, uh, you know, customer experience kind of perspective, I want to know that there's a human behind all of these decisions. And that tells me a lot about the business that I am, um, you know, consuming as well. Sure. So, yeah, because that's that that trust piece, right? Yeah. I mean, 100%. It's, it's been really, um, what's the word I'm going to say? Re rewarding, I guess, um, to watch my team grow in this way. So, so mm -hmm. Chris, Ankit, and Lauren, and now Kristen, none of them have a sales background, none of them. Mm. And, and we hit our million a ARR, annual recurring revenue, about 10 days ago with yeah. my sales team that doesn't know how to sell. Congratulations, right? by the way. Yeah. That yeah, is thanks. amazing. Do you want to tell people what ARA is? Uh, yeah. It's hard is. to say, isn't it? So many it's, acronyms. Um, <laughs> it's annual recurring revenue. So it's, um, you know, like your membership at the gym or Netflix, right? Those are recurring revenues. Yes. Um, and so they're predictable, you know, um, and they're bankable, right? So it's it's called... The, the industry we are in is called SaaS software as a service. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, you know, a lot of venture capitalists only invest in SaaS because of MRR, monthly recurring revenue, or ARR, the annual recurring revenue, right? Um, and so 
you know, it just puts you, it's a milestone that's hard to achieve, really. It's, it, 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 um, it, it says that there's no, there's no uncertainty about what's called product market fit. Yes. Right? That people want this product. Um, and we're in this weird place where, you know, for so long, like I said, people, my, I wrote this on LinkedIn one day, them, you're doing it wrong, me, but it's working. Which I love because, like, you know, <laughs> oh. we've, we've been nimble enough to watch the industry change and all the, quote, procedures that investors have been shoving down my throat and telling me is the way to do it. They yeah. never work for us. And, like, we keep going back and trying them and then getting frustrated. And then, you know, when we just decided not to, mm. you know, last year that in combination with a couple of her things really, you know, changed our life. And, and I'm not used to this, by the way, Aileen, like, you know, I'll be up my team's ass in a meeting and they're like, can you, uh, can you relax? Like this is awesome. <laughs> Crawl back out lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry. <laughs> you're right. Cause you're, I'm so used to being in this state of, um, of total fear, mm. total mm. fear. And um, like Chris, Chris, my one of my sales geniuses, also a ex rock and roll DJ, too. That's how we know each other. Um, he was being interviewed by somebody, and they asked him, "What's it like working for a startup?" And he said, "It's like awful, awful, awful." Oh, some good news. <laughs> Chris is your um, CX guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so you know, right. he's he's um sales. He's sales. Yeah, yeah, sales. Sales and customer service. Yeah. Every yeah. we we all we're small enough where all the roles kind of bleed out. He's also a social animal. Yeah. Um, so he's doing marketing, and um, it, it won't probably won't always be that way. But when right now it's pretty nice because, again, this is walking the talk, right? So mm. the customer we do. I don't allow for any threads in our Slack channel because I want everyone, even the engineering team, to see what the problems are in real life. Because a lot of times I was a line cook. Um, so I know what it's like, like kitchens, you know, waitrons versus the kitchen. Right? I know what yeah, that's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you don't have an appreciation of either side. So yeah. it's, they, they don't, they might not believe me saying we're having this experience with the product. The customers are pissed off about it, but they can see it coming through the tickets on Zendesk and Slack, you know, for yeah. example. Um, and so it's been that, that empathy, that compassion, right? How, how we treat our customers. We, so every customer, I'm just talking in a circle here, every customer or target that we meet, my brand manager follows them on all of our brand socials, but then we have an intern um, invite them to my LinkedIn as a client right. as well right with the message that I wrote you know yeah because there's so many and so we watch you right we watch what you're doing this helps us to see how you're using our product yes also but also it informs us about your life like oh. I know when it's someone's birthday or you know when they hit this milestone or the book got released or whatever it is and we have a, um, a sh we call it sharing is caring we have a sharing is caring channel in our slack that we all pile on to so it's sometimes a lot of the time it's to promote my stuff you know mm. when you when you push this live and you put a LinkedIn link, it's going to go and sharing is sharing, caring, and all the team has to like and comment on it to push it up. That's right. Yes. You know? But we do it for our customers too, because we want you to win. Yeah. You win, we win. Oh my God. 
sharing really is caring. Yes, it, because it is, you know, even with like today, actually, Katie, um, my brand manager, she posted, she's like, hey, looks like our customer Damien had a had a bum day the other day. And he, he tweeted about some haters hating his content. And like, you know, I just popped right over. I was like, who's hating on you? Right. That's it's your mama. <laughs> yeah, we got your back. Right. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh my God. God, I you know, I already loved you guys, but for reals. Thank oh, you. Oh my heart. My heart. There's so much love. Thanks. And this just, is by um, the way, you know, I wanna like, just, it really sorry, is, I want to say really quickly, like this is how we lift we can lift people up when we're not necessarily on top. Yes. Amy, right. Yes. Just by like saying, do it this way. This is a good way. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And and to be honest, they they all um, they all coincide with delivering a value driven brand. Just every single piece of those insights. And uh, this might be the first um, uh, podcast that I've recorded that I've not actually had to say. So this is the value driven brand, and we're going to talk about because you, you guys just do this. This is just who you are, and that to me is so to be blunt fucking exciting uh that i am so thrilled that i got to um learn about you guys and um from none other than our mutual fan (laughs) we're um i'm so proud of that by the way like i know i don't mean to sound like a mom to my team so much and like i don't mean to you know but like I am, I'm proud of them and I'm proud of us. And even if we didn't hit a million ARR, I would be proud because, mm. you know, we, we're, we get punched in the face every day and like, it's not just me, they do too, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, but it, that, and, and, and to get, it's not just touchy feely. We're not just doing this to be nice. Everybody wants to win big and make money. That's, of course. That's there. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah. like I said, this is the hard way and, and people don't really want to do the hard way. Um, but this is how you scale. I, I believe, I mean, when we were, when we first started, because I know marketing and I know that it's the one business um, enterprise that bleeds into every aspect, whether it's HR or accounting or product or engineering or customer service, whatever it is, mm. if the message internally is understood and clear, there's no confusion Correct. Then we all can walk the walk and talk the talk outside, right? Yeah. And there's no there's no um, misunderstanding of what we stand for or what we want. Yeah. A nice, clear vision and purpose, which um, also goes towards creating a value driven brand. It's usually the the first step in any of the mentoring that I do with businesses. It's usually the first step of um, the process is to ascertain what their actual purpose, what's their internal message, what's their vision for their brand. Um, You know, how are you going to get people to walk the talk with you? How are you going to influence people to, to stick around and be by your side for two years through thick and thin when they don't have to? You know, how yeah. are you going to make that a reality? How are you going to earn the big bucks? Because before you earn the big bucks, you've got to do the hard yards. Yeah, you know, I and it's funny, like 
so on purpose, I started marketing in the beginning of the company, which most entrepreneurs think of as a, a, um, an afterthought, right? Mm. Because I knew that you can't say, oh, we're having a sale <laughs> when you have no audience to tell that to, right? So I, I knew that and I knew, I knew to build build that. And I know it takes a long time to build that network, right? Mm. And and I had a network from radio. So I, I knew I could kind of figure out how to trans transfer that or at least, you know, use it as a jumping point. Yeah. Um, but what I still didn't know was um, how to be my authentic self, right? I was start, I was learning it on the job. And, I, and one of Marat, one of Mar, one of our investors at an accelerator, had kept saying to me, just be yourself. And I, I, I had it as a toss away, right? I was like, duh, you know, <laughs> what does that mean? You Sesame Street my ass, like, I don't need that, you know, right? But I wasn't listening. I wasn't really understanding what he was saying. Because like, I was just telling this to somebody else today, I, I would go to these venture capital meetings and, you know, like a suit, my little leather case. <laughs> Because I was trying to be party. Yeah, look the part, whatever the part is, you know? Yeah. And then I, after one day, I just listened to him and I was like, oh, I wear cowboy boots and jeans and rock t shirts. That's who I am. I'm going to fucking wear that and I'm going to swear. And if they tell me something that I think is idiotic, I'm going to tell them that it's idiotic and I'm not going to get, you know, I'm, I, I could see myself, I was doing this and I do this consistently. It's like a lesson I have to keep learning. Even last year, I put myself in a position where I'm the student and they're the teacher, which is not mm. it. We're in a business deal. I'm, I'm equal as you. And someone right. actually noticed, um, Kayla, one of our customers, she's very smart. She noticed that my, it's not like this now, but it was where I had my, my screen up high like this. So you're looking down at me. Looking down at you. No shit. She saw that. Oof. Very astute. Oof. Yeah. I was doing it myself, right? That self-sabotage. Yeah. Literally just started writing a blog on it. Oh. <laughs> Guilty. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So before I let you go, because we have talked about um, Walk the Talk, and we've talked about um, uh, sharing is caring, but there were a couple of other things that you pointed out to me and I want to most certainly know <laughs> what they are. So consider me the student. You're <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Teach me, Yoda. What does upend the norm? What does that mean? Uh, right. So remember, um, you're doing it wrong, but it's working. Right. Yeah. So there's, so, so one of the things that, and I'm not saying this doesn't work for, for some companies, but it just wasn't working for us. So, um, mm. you know, with the general way that you grow SaaS startups in venture land and you want to grow fast, that's the whole thing, right? They don't like it when you take in me. So like, that's a check against me. It's taken me some time to have this hockey stick going on. Right. Right. It's an amazing, it doesn't matter that I got the fucking hockey stick, but it took, it took too long, you know? Ugh. Anyways, it took so long because I'm working 98% harder than white dudes named Chris. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the jam. So, so anyways, there's two ways typically to go about doing that. One is you spend a lot of money on paid ads marketing, right? And th we did that. It did not work for us. It was just a wash and 
and it wasn't engaging and all, and the world was changing. I, I could see that. This is we we did this experiment about three years ago, and we spent a lot of money. Um, and we had we brought someone in to help us too, and it was like you know just wasn't the right fit for for the company. Not the person. The person was great, but like the whole you know strategy. Mm. And then um, the other way that you do it is you hire a bank of SDRs, so sales development reps, and they cold call and cold email their little heinies off. Yeah. And, I hate that. I'm, I hate I that. Hate, you hate that. It's nobody likes this. I, and I just didn't want to do it. I mean, we tried it and it just felt like a slog, mm-hmm. you know? So Gary had, we were talking about, um, we'd gone to dinner with someone from his team and they said that there was a new strategy at VaynerMedia because they were so tired of cold calls and cold emails as well. And that they were going to look at um, people who were in their network like in their social network who are liking and commenting and sharing as warm leads. And I was like, well, that's a great idea. I can do that. So we do. So the content, the AI knows what content is going to get your goat, right? That's its job. So when you like comment or share my content, you're, you're a warm lead. And we chat with you. We move you into a DM and we ask you to get a demo. And that's why the conversion rate part of it is so high because you're a hot lead by then. You trust me. You like me. You know something about me. I know a lot about you, right? Yeah. We're friends. We're yeah. friends. Um, so, so, you know, not doing those two things has worked for us. Yeah. And it, it really makes people uncomfortable. You know, they don't like it when you're not following um, whatever. Following the, the, the old, the old yeah. classic ways of uh, selling tactics yeah and it's you know the, lucky for me as we were already understanding this and changing our ways the world changed mm. with covid and part of that helped us because there was a new mindset shift people are more open to trying new things because they had to right and this thing that we're preaching like you know people have asked me they almost never ask me now, but they used to always ask me, well, why would I want to publicize something more than once? And I'm like, have you heard radio? We play you the same song 300 times in one week, hoping you'll hear it once, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, bless their cotton socks. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh goodness. No. Yeah. So well, anyway, not everyone in exciting. business is made out for for marketing. <laughs> no, and that's fine. <laughs> that's totally fine. But it's been it's so interesting oh, to feel I mean, that's crying. the one thing. A lot of awful things are happening, of course, and um mm. I recognize that and see it. And thank God every day for the position we have and I'm trying to give money to people and employ people and all those do all that I can do, you know? Um, But the one thing that has been exciting is to see that mindset shift and to see the inventiveness that people are, whether it's, like I said, the restaurants here, how they're figuring out to serve us a safe dinner outdoors when it's 20 degrees out. Yeah. (laughs) And we're willing to go in all of our long johns and everything else, you know? Yeah. Um, You say 20 degrees for those listening, she means Fahrenheit. (laughs) Which is I cold. Do. Cold as <laughs> F. 20 degrees here is perfect. 
<laughs> yeah, right. I do. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be six degrees. So, so for Valentine's Day here, which is why I'm wearing this, sh- this shirt, even though it won't be Valentine's when this airs. That's fine. You can feel the love right now. She's on red. Absolutely. On you know, um, and we're so we're going to dinner at one of those places outdoors um, Saturday night, and it's supposed to be six six degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> we're gonna do it though goodness me your um hot meals i want to know how they keep the meals hot um they they manage well they put a heater inside so it's a single tent with one opening for you and your guest or if it's a family and and there's heater and a fan so it keeps the tent actually quite warm because the heat doesn't escape off the roof but you have the breeze through the open air you know the (laughs) thing there yeah and um it's just you know just to have some kind of special moment of and I, also just to see other people just yeah. to see a human you know not with a in in full i mean they're in full garb but it's not like you're at the grocery store and, and you're like mission yeah yeah you, know? you can actually communicate and socialize yeah. yeah absolutely so talk to me about the golden rule i feel like we're leaving the best for last what is the golden oh. rule yeah, it's do unto others, right? Where it's everything again. It's walk the talk. It's all oh. sharing is caring. It's all in there, right? So like, we're talking about it, you know, mostly esoterically, but like also here's a practical way. So when I was at XM, we were broadcasting across our country, and there's I don't know five time zones, um, and so we just decided, all right, we're just going to do East and Pacific times. So you know. 12 p.m. East, 9 a.m. Pacific when we were yeah. talking about shows and things like that. So I got in the habit and I noticed that I can't do math. I was a fiction writing major, you know, same. Math. I'm like, eh, I don't math. <laughs> it's, it's so hard. <laughs> I, do, I do people and, and, and English and language and not math. <laughs> yeah. And know thyself. Right. Yeah. You know? And so one of the things I teach my team is like to always put that whether, whether whether it's on the social media or I mean, we have team members in all over the world now, actually, to just do their best to like be like, that's 9 a.m. my time, 3 p.m. your time, you know, yeah. right? Um, and so that's just a do unto others thing is to just assume that the person on the other hand, like, is going to be like, oh, God, what is that? You know, <laughs> um, and to even any message you're writing, like we talked about hearing, reading a text and hearing the voice, right? So like yeah. I... When I write normally, just normal writing, I have a resting bitch face in writing. I'm a bitch. I have to just like, you know what I'm saying? I have to emoji it up like crazy. I have to. I know this. (laughs) I feel like we might be sisters. (laughs) I mean, this is what it's about though, right? Like, you know? (laughs) And so because I know that, like I'm, I'm thinking of all these things. I'm thinking, first of all, what's my objective? I want to get something from you. There's no shame in that, right? But the best way to get it is going to be, you know, this way. It's usually kill them with kindness. Like we were, I was telling somebody else's today. My my favorite is when someone is so rude to you and like, you just really want to be like, go fuck yourself. But instead you just say, oh my God, you are awesome. All capital letters with a heart. It kills them. It makes them so angry. I they think I said that you, on a tweet the other day. Yeah. Someone was talking about dealing with horrible, rude people, and I said, I love being lovely to horrible, rude people. 
used to all the time when I worked in retail and people would just oh, yeah. walk past and, you know, we, we, we um, had a, a position called the door greeter at Bunnings, which is like Home Depot, and you'd stand on the door and people would walk in and you'd go, morning, how you going? And they'd go, fucking terrible. And you'd be like, <laughs> oh, well, hope your day gets better. <laughs> or you'd have customers come up and they'd go, I don't like that you've got no stock and you're crap and you can't do your job. And you'd be like, all right, well, I'll, I'll get that sorted for you. And they'd still be unhappy by the end of it. And you go, okay, well, have a wonderful day. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> what are they going to say? She was too nice to me. Yeah, right. She was too that nice. Bitch. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, we said that at the same time. That's so funny. Oh, my is the day so the day I did have a customer throw a can of paint at my head. Oh my god, did they hit I wasn't you? So nice that day. <laughs> did they hit you? It flew literally flew past my face. Thank God. Yeah. Oh my god, that would you can concuss you. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have probably. Yeah, I don't actually. It was a. That was Awful. a day. Well, that person <laughs> is an asshole. That was you know, that was a go home and drink tequila day. <laughs> but that's like you know the the thing we're saying is that most of the time, if you just remember that people are coming from some other place, you know whether yeah. it's your staff or your customer, or your husband or your son or you know whoever it is or a stranger, mm-hmm. especially a stranger at the, at a store, right? Something has happened in their day. They maybe they got stuck in traffic. Maybe they're mom has cancer, you know, you don't know what it is. And like, just assuming that going into anything, right, or or ask enough questions so you can find out, right? That's yeah. why I, like I said, I follow my staff on social as I need to know when something's happening, I need to know what it is. And it's not there. It's not them. You know, like if suddenly, you know, Lauren would never do this, but if suddenly like, Lauren disappears from Slack all day, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Where are you? Are yeah. you slacking? Yeah. I mean, like, are you like shirking? Are you, are you, you know? off Slack? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like, you know, it's better to just actually call her up and say, hey, is everything okay today? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do unto others, right? Do unto others. Absolutely. I fucking love that. I... um think they are so many amazing insights in how you specifically have created a value-driven brand and, um, you know, to hit those milestones, to have the customers that you have, to have the raving fans that you have uh, tells me everything I need to know about the legitimacy of the value that you do deliver and uh, to have you on here and sharing those insights from one of the coolest startup companies, uh, SaaS companies I've ever had anything to do with um, has just been my absolute privilege. I, in this situation, I am certainly, I am certainly the student and uh, you are the teacher, but uh, it has been such an absolute joy to have you uh, come and join us on this podcast. But before I let you go. Now, for the most part, if you have listened to these podcasts before, you might know that I ask all of my guests to submit one song that pumps them up for anything. And uh, season two of the Value Driven Brand podcast is no different. We are building that that list because what happens is when every guest gives me that song that 
pumps them up for anything, I add that to a special playlist that then we share with you, our listeners and viewers and our lovers and our followers and our advocates and our raving fans to make sure that you can be pumped up for anything as well. So, Kate, do you remember the song that you submitted? Was it the Damwells? It was the Damwells. That's my husband's band, by the way. Oh, what? Yeah, and it's him playing guitar on, on that. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah, that's why it pumps me up because, like, I know it. You know, <laughs> they were our oh. first, um, they were our favorite record of the year when I worked for XM, that that record. Uh, that is so the record cool. Before. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Damn Wells I Am a Lever is to be added to the Spotify playlist. And when this uh, podcast, prod, podcast? <laughs> well, we do prod. It's a productive cast. <laughs> it's, prod it's, cast. it's a podcast. Oh, it's a prod that kind of prodding. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, when this Very podcast goes live, uh, the Damn Wells will be our newest uh, addition to the Spotify playlist. So thank you so much. I want to thank you because I know it is uh, getting late over there and David is probably trying to keep dinner warm for you. <laughs> He's texting me. My it's my 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 pants have been buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is nearly Valentine's Day. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. It has been legitimately like the highlight of my year already. And uh, so, so wonderful to finally get to meet you, talk to you. And um, I hope that it is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And uh, for those of you who are interested in following and learning more about Lately, uh, when you go and track down this podcast at valuedrivenbrand.com, you will also find the links to be able to connect with Kate and her team. And you will also find the links to try your own demo for a uh for, for you to make your life bloody easier. Let's be honest. So if that sounds like something that you need to make happen to create value uh, and become that value-driven brand that you know you deserve to be, then please go to valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series and you'll find this podcast and all the links to Kate and her amazing, amazing program that she has um so successfully given to the world and it is a pleasure to hang out with you tonight today and uh, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week thank you that's it from us today I will be back next week but till then make sure that you go out and deliver value to somebody else in your life because what goes around comes around I'm Aileen Day till next time Thanks for listening to the Value Driven Brand Podcast with your host, Aileen Day. Is your business struggling to become known as the sought-after leader in your industry? Access our Value Driven Brand Quiz and special three-part podcast series to identify the gaps and what you need to focus on first. Go to www.valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series. That's valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series.
Tune in next time where we discuss more ideas on how you can deliver your own value-driven brand.